0: Today's match is in the books and we're breaking it down. This is your RSL post-match show on the RSL radio network.
1: Look, the the post-game intro music has just been hitting on an extra high level. The last 10 road matches for Real Salt Lake unbeaten. 1-0 win on the road at Toronto, Last minute stoppage time winner from Anderson Julio should have been a lot more goals in this one for Real Salt Lake, but we'll take the three points. Speno, initial reaction to the match again, as we just said uh, before we came in, DJ, you, you were right at the half. DJ asked us if there was a goal in it. I said, yes, you got specific and said Anderson off the bench. Congratulations on your correct uh, prediction. I love it when you're right.
0: Yeah, and as I said uh, to close out uh, DJ and Jay's uh, segment, there you know even a stock clock tells the correct time twice a day, doesn't <laughs> it? So you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Well,
1: Anderson last year off the bench was a sure bet. This yes. year, not as much, but we'll, we'll we'll take it when we can. I thought um, RSL offensively, lots of opportunities, just not able to take them. I mean, you feel for Toronto's goalkeeper a bit there. Pretty good game from him. Uh, and just there at that last minute, RSL kept pushing and pushing, and finally broke through. Another three points on the road, six wins on the road this season for Real Salt Lake in Major League Soccer.
0: Yeah, and, and right now it says RSL are actually in third place, but it has them on thirty points. I thought they were on twenty nine because they were on twenty six you know, before the game. So I'm not sure if they've they've messed up there, but you know, I'll take it for it now. It looks good, RSL in the top three.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, we said this when we were coming up. I, th- I thought I it was twenty. 20- 26 hold on let i me, thought it was 26 before the see. game started so it i was. thought they were going to move on to 29 the, the game the lineup notes trey sent us says 26 so uh major league soccer soccer.com get yes. it together
0: yeah please or maybe trey messed up maybe trey <gasps> let's call him out on there
1: yeah well you know we'll take the 30 we'll take the point the point yeah. boost that we weren't expecting yeah. great third third place um Kind of a, a wild game there for Real Salt Lake. I didn't love seeing Luna go out. I was a little concerned um, with that po- that potential substitution, but yeah, it all works out. Just happy to see Anderson get on the field. He's he's kind of my guy, uh, so always glad to see him get get a goal. But again, lots of opportunities there for RSL, just not quite able to to finish it off. Jor- uh, Justin Glad, excuse me, with a great game, couldn't get past him. Some mm-hmm. great defending from him. I was kind of thinking he might get that a uh, last minute goal two weeks in a row for RSL I would have loved (laughs) to have five people on four goals for Real Salt Lake right now
0: yeah absolutely and you know you you wouldn't put it past him to uh to pop up with something special but uh yeah this this team man they just don't give up and um they kept pushing they kind of got into a bit of a foot race again I don't like that but with Toronto being so kind of disjointed I I I really I still don't know what formation they were playing properly because it just didn't come and obviously Terry Dunfield just a couple of days to try and work uh, something with the lads but yeah I, I mean RSL you know as I said kept pushing Demir with a couple of chances um you know guilt edge chances Anderson Julio came on and and uh almost you know uh bent one into the far corner but it was blocked and then Brian O'Hader with one that I thought was in yeah um yeah the, the guys just keep pushing and uh that you know Getting it done on the road. I don't care that it's just 1-0. It would have been nice to have a few more goals and claw that negative goal difference back. But at the same time, you know, just be grateful that this team is just really difficult to play against on the road. And and it's awesome.
1: We're going to head out to our first break as we await the post-game press conference. Send me your thoughts on the match. uh, We'd love to hear from you. At Lars underscore m -M on Twitter. That is, uh, you know, very fun today, Twitter uh send us send me your thoughts we'd love to hear from you we'll read it out on the air um as we await ar- the post game press conference uh, hopefully we'll hear from uh well of course pablo not sure who else we'll hear from i don't know if anderson will uh i don't think we've ever had anderson on a post game press conference aside from when he was signed
0: we'll, we'll take it though
1: yeah i'd love to hear from him uh but again translate. Also- so
0: translate yes yeah obviously Please.
1: yeah Again, 1-0 win on the road for Real Salt Lake against Toronto, who continue to struggle. A little bit of a resurgence there, trying to get uh, Scrape and Claw their way to to three points at home. It looked like they might get there a couple times, but RSL able to hold on. Send us your thoughts on the match and uh, join us as we continue the postgame show on the RSL Radio Network. Welcome back to the post-game show. We are awaiting the post-game press conference. Speno, being a great partner, grabbed me some water while I stepped out of the studio. Thanks, pal.
0: You know, I do what I can.
1: <laughs> uh, we are currently kind of watching Dallas versus LAFC. nil-nil. quite a few goals in Major League Soccer. I was taking a look at the scoreboard while RSL was at nil-nil, thinking, man, it'd be nice to get a goal in most of these other uh, games. Have a goal. It looks like we have Pablo Masterini up in Toronto, so we'll toss it over to the post-game press conference. Doing great.
2: All right, Caleb, go ahead and get us started.
3: Awesome. Congratulations to Pablo. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious there in those last five to ten minutes as you subbed off, you know, guys like Saverino and Carlock and Luna um, and some of those younger guys came on, did you expect, I guess, kind of that energy and that aggressive last shot that they took that resulted
4: in the goal?
5: Yeah. I mean, that was, that was the, uh, the decision behind the change. Again, I I think these guys put in a wonderful effort for, you know, 70, 80, not, you know, 85 minutes. And, and again, I think to close out games and, 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 and the guys that stepped, stepped in there have been doing a really good job, um, on this run. And, um, I I think it's, you know, goals can come from different ways. Obviously you got Saba, Diego, uh, they're going to be link up play players. Uh, you know, you get, uh, Elijah and, and Bertone, they are going to be, you know, more direct. And, and again, I think just putting these guys on their heels at the end of the game, instead of playing between the lines, looking to exploit space behind. Um, and, and I thought the guys, everyone that came into the game, did a fantastic job.
2: Recording in progress.
3: Yeah, and then Can't maybe be- just. I had one more. Just, just going back to what you mentioned. Of, I mean, obviously, all night there were there were plenty of shots and plenty of opportunities. Um, I guess just uh, kind of take us through your your assessment, maybe of of uh, this performance from once again, you know, another rotation of guys that
4: you had to you know kind of
3: throw in there once again.
4: Yeah,
5: again, I think our work started back in preseason, and 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 um, you know, I, I think one of the most important things for our group, and it starts, you know, whatever seven months ago, is is tactical clarity and being very clear with the roles and responsibilities in in every position. Um, and we rotated guys in the preseason, um, and we've been rotating guys for the last two months. And and so I think when and, and every player is going to express the, the role differently, obviously, because everyone's got different skill sets. But but the most important thing for me is uh, is is checking for ending, and and you do that in training, um, you do that in these games uh, when there's pressure on the line, and the where I feel really good about group is that everyone understands their roles on both sides of the ball. And 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 I think that allows us to now rotate players. Um, you know, we had guys off for, for international duty. The other guys stepped in, did a fantastic job. And so for me, um, it's doubling down on everything that we've been doing. The guys up front did a fantastic job of stretching the line, creating space underneath for Saba and, and Diego to operate. You know, I think the one the one thing that we lacked tonight was, was the final product. Uh, you're going to have games like that Um, but I I thought, you know, the run of play was, was everything that, um, you know, we, we wanted to achieve. And so, and I just, I just want to, you know, thank all the players for just a stealing mentality and and a dogged determination to stay in the game and get the result. All
2: right, Cody, we'll go to you.
6: Hey, Pablo. Um, great result tonight, obviously extending the road streak to four wins in a row. What's what's the fuel for the team behind not just being able to take points away uh, on the road, but also win and, and get the full three points?
5: Yeah, I mean, obviously the the locker room is is the, the most joyous uh, place to be after a great result. And, and I say to the guys, in, in, in life, you always you do things for feelings, right? Um, and and the thirty minutes after a game is as high as you can be when you take three points on the road. Is 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 such a euphoric feeling, and and that's why we train so hard during the week because you got to you got to invest to pull out, you know. And I think the guys, um, you know, you walk in that locker room now, and it's and it's it's excitement, but it's controlled, knowing that again we want we want to keep going, we want to we want to be better. Um, but obviously the the vibe of the group is 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 fantastic, and and again from game to game, eight or nine players are are, are contributing um, from game to game, different players. Um, and that just makes me so proud to have a team. And, and again, you can do you can win in all kinds of different ways, but when you win as a collective, uh, there's no greater feeling in sport.
6: Awesome. Uh, and then just a quick question about the lineup uh, on the decision to start Vera over Silva. What what went into that decision? Um,
5: well, again, I think if you look at the, the DC game and and the St. Louis game, you know, I went with the majority of those guys um, that played in those two games. I thought we were fantastic. Um, those games happen to be on the road, um, and and I thought vera has been excellent, you know, on both sides of the ball. His distribution, his 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 range of passing, the long diagonal, which is something that we wanted to exploit. he hit it quite a few times, opening up their you know stretching out their back line and stretching out their their, their midfield. Um, and so I, I think he's a great run of form, you know. I think we have three quality center backs, and 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 I think uh, for for this game it was really go, tapping back into the, the the last two road trips where we were fantastic. Awesome. Thank you. Mm
2: -hmm. Tyle, your line's open.
3: Hey, Pablo, thanks for uh, hopping on with us after the win. Um, Just a question on something that we talked about earlier in the season. You talked about, you know, those early season struggles, wanting to, you know, stay with the processes that you guys have as a team, as an organization. And then you've really kind of, you know, turned a corner, it feels like, throughout the last month or two. Can you talk about how the confidence level has either changed in the team or what those, you know, repeated processes have done um, for a group? And then second part to, to that question is uh, Anderson Julio, you know, has had some golden opportunities in recent matches. And then, you know, to be able to get a, a game winner like he had tonight, can you speak to what that might do for a player's confidence to be able to kind of see one go in the back of the net at a key, a key opportunity like that?
5: Yeah. Um, so, as as far as you know, my philosophy as a coach, um, it, it's no different than you know a a teacher in school, right? Um, you have a certain way of 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 teaching the game. You have a certain process. You have certain processes that uh, create tactical clarity. Um, and, and knowing that we were going through a hard time, there was a lot of unknowns at the beginning of the year. Um, but 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 for me, it's it's an unwavering belief. And what we're trying to achieve, and how we're going to go about doing that. Um, and at times, it's very difficult when you're fighting against uh, tough results. Um, you know, people not not happy with the way things are going, uh, which is a natural byproduct of, of not getting results. Um, and so, you know, I have the utmost faith in myself, uh, faith in the, in the coaching staff, um, and faith in the players. Um, and 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 so, oftentimes, uh, coaches and I've done it in the past are quick to change and feel like it's not working. Um, but I've experienced uh, a, a good level of uh, success doing it this way. And, and in times uh, that are very difficult, it requires tremendous belief in, in, in the, the technical staff and, and myself. And so, um, and, and the players that, that want to buy in and, and again, buying comes from getting results. So, I think, the, you know, the most important thing is, is staying true to who you are and being authentic um, to who you are as a person, who you are as a coach, and then getting, a, you know, a talented group of guys that are willing to give everything for the result. And so, you know, as far as Ando, you know, I think he's been uh, in great positions, as you rightly pointed out. Uh, scoring goals is as much um, confidence as it is uh, technical ability or tactical understanding. Um, he's gotten in some great positions uh, with the goalkeeper, hasn't been able to uh, finish, but I think a goal like tonight, um, it inspires you. It makes you believe when that ball hits the net, um, there's nothing greater for a striker. And so, you know, with Chicho jumping on board, Domi and Danny doing great and, and Ando scoring tonight, uh, just really excited about the options and, and, and the direction that the group's moving in from a, from a frontline perspective.
2: All right, we're gonna go to Sean and then we'll finish with one in Spanish. Sean, your line's
7: open. Uh yeah, Paulo, I was I was gonna uh ask you about kind of the that late game belief, but you actually touched on something right there. So I'll I'll bring it up and maybe follow it a little bit because you are about to get those prize reinforcements that you've been looking for, Chicho and and Nelson will be available by, by next week, potentially as well there um and you're doing it now in kind of this time where you guys are surging really well a lot of guys are getting involved in the attack scoring goals that kind of thing is that a good problem to have I guess as a manager to to sort of it seems like you might have some tough decisions to make here in front of you
5: yeah I I think it's it's, they're they're very tough decisions I I think the hardest thing for me as a manager is um sitting with the guys individually and, and talking through my decisions um because I think being upfront and being transparent is, is so critical to a player's psyche, um, and obviously with a couple of extra players coming in, um, Andres will be joining the group next week. There, there's they're, they're terrible conversations. They're not easy, um, but as I've said to the guys, you know, I I'm always charged with making the best decision for the group. Sometimes you're in, and sometimes you're not, and 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 that's what a team looks like and, and feels like. And so, um, you know, obviously. Chicho was 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 a guy that we've been you know looking at for for quite some time and and uh, I, I think he'll bring again his own flavor. He's a killer in front of goal. It'll it'll look different. Um, and and Nelson is another uh, midfielder that just you know with Jasper and Pablo and Brian and you create a, a wonderful competitive environment. And I think um, oftentimes people believe that because you have a coach uh, you're going to grow exponentially. The greatest teacher is. Are, are the experienced players with certain qualities that you may or may not have at the moment. And you're always striving for. And so when, since Chicho has been uh, with the group, everyone has this, this aura of, of confidence, knowing that uh, we have a, a fantastic player on the front line and, and Nelson will, you know, and as far as Nelson, it's, it's really managing his, t- his minutes um, coming off of a championship and a long season in Columbia and, and how we enter, I think will be more art and science but but again, it's 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 really important for me as far as the health of the team um, to 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 make sure that we that I don't disregard the work that's gone into this point and and how we bring those guys in. Um, will, like I said, will be more art than science, but uh, they're great guys that can help us um, achieve what we want, which is you know to raise trophies and, and and to become a better version of ourselves every day.
7: I think you touched on this a little bit right there, but that. Belief. I mean, now back-to-back games where you guys have had to score late, really late at the death pretty much, to get a, a result when at certain points of the game it didn't look that good. How do you inculcate that belief, I guess, into your group? There's there's a former MLS team that I won't name that, that had the mantra, Goonies, never say die. I don't know if you guys have something similar going on here with kind of that belief or, or just how do you sort of develop that?
5: Again, I... I don't think there's any secret sauce to that. I, I think you have to come in every day and there's got to be standards um, within the team that you uphold during the week. And I, I, again, I think if you hold high standards during the week and, and, and they hold themselves to high standards, which is, which is the case, um, then the weekend becomes uh, n- nothing different. We don't change mindsets from the way we train to the way we play. We, we ask a lot of the guys during the week and at times it's tough for them. Um, but I think it's moments like these uh, these last two games where you stay in there and you persevere um, that you get your reward, you know? And so it makes, it makes the message a lot easier when you feel the satisfaction of, of a result like this on the road and and last week late in the game. And um, again, I think oftentimes we talk about so many things about in soccer, um, but competing the right way for me is the most important thing because again, the the old the, the old uh, saying, you know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. You know, and so we have both. We have guys that work extremely hard and guys that are very talented. And and we want to keep, keep that momentum going. And the only way to do that is to double down this week in training. All
2: right. Isai, we'll finish with you in Espanol.
8: Gracias, Mike. Uh, hola, Pablo. Uh, primero, uh, felicitar obviamente, por... Por la victoria del día de hoy, eh, dos juegos consecutivos donde se llega el gol en la última instancia. Bueno, la vez pasada fue el del empate, esta vez el de la victoria. Funcionan nuevamente los cambios como el juego pasado. Eh, Musovski anotó el primero en el parte anterior que había entrado el cambio y ahora lo hizo Anderson Julio. ¿Qué es lo que le dices tú a los jugadores al momento de que el juego pues, está con gran intensidad como el día de hoy? Más allá de las indicaciones, obviamente, lo que tienen que hacer... En cuanto a lo mental, porque, eh, bueno, Anderson no ha estado pasando por un buen momento últimamente y creo que el gol de hoy le, le ayuda muchísimo personalmente para poder eh, progresar más en su fútbol.
9: Sí, yo creo que todos los partidos son, son diferentes y, y pues los cambios son, son importantes para las tácticas, pero también para la energía y la mentalidad del grupo. Y yo creo que cuando el equipo ven que el Anderson, que bien que tiene velocidad que es rápido entra en el partido ahora cambia la, la psicología de, 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 de nuestro rival y lo único que le, le ha faltado es el, el, es el gol y hoy día lo marcó un gol muy importante para el grupo y ojalá siga en la misma forma y, y, y siga anotando
8: y con respecto a lo que ha sido el, el partido. ¿Cuál fue tu, tu mayor impresión en cuanto a lo que se hizo bien? Porque sabemos que el, el equipo va de, de menos a más conforme avanza la temporada, pero ¿tú qué consideras que el cuadro ha ido mejorando para poder eh, seguir con ese buen ritmo que te está reflejando muy bien dentro de lo que es la visita, pero que en casa pues ha, se ha ido batallando, pero más bien vamos con el ritmo general de la temporada?
9: Sí, yo creo que son, 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 son dos cosas. En, el, en la parte ofensiva, creo que estamos creando muchas oportunidades. Ahora nos falta el último pase o la decisión para de, disparar al arco. Eh, pero, pero de, de un área al otro, estamos tácticamente jugando un, un buen nivel. Estamos creando oportunidades. En la tema defensiva, eh, en casa, como hablé la semana pasada, a veces nos no abrimos demasiado porque queremos presionar, porque queremos encontrar el primer gol, pero como hoy eh, empezamos el juego eh, tre- a los tres cuartos de, 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 para empezar el, eh, la línea de defensiva y yo creo que eso deja que el equipo está mejor armado atrás del balón y cuando recuperamos el balón ahora tenemos, tenemos jugadores en, en posiciones para, para atacar y Para, el, para la semana que viene vamos vamos a hacer lo mismo, porque tenemos mucho, sec, mucho éxito afuera de casa cuando estamos más compactos defensivamente, y yo creo que es el eso, eso es lo único que vamos a cambiar. Pero estoy bien contento con el grupo, la forma que estamos jugando, los chances que estamos creando, y hay que seguir trabajando duro y eh, eh, esperar que, que sacamos el resultado el fin de semana. Gracias, Pablo. Thank you, Pablo.
1: Thank you. Head coach Pablo Masareni, live from Toronto on the Zoom. Always good to hear from the head coach, uh, talking some Chicho as well next week. Um, any thoughts on anything he had to say, or do you want to get to tweets?
0: Well, apart from me choking on my own spit, um, <laughs> I, I think that it's become – Blatantly obvious that this team is is full of grit and determination in the image of of the way Pablo Mastroeni played, and you know there are standards that have been set as he was saying that they ask a lot from these guys during the week, and and it seems to me trying to keep players happy and keeping them buying in has been one of Pablo's best attributes. Uh, Maybe he's not always um, tactically savvy uh, as a coach. Um, but, yeah, at the same time, uh, the guys are stuck with the process and you've not seen any heads drop when when things don't go right.
1: We do have Anderson Julio from Toronto at the press conference. Isar, yes, uh, your line is open.
8: Hola, hola, Anderson. ¿Cómo cómo te encuentras? Eh, bueno, preguntarte eh, primero que todo eh, sobre el gol. Creo que es una inyección de confianza muy grande para ti Con conforme han pasado los juegos. Creo que... Eh, se te ha visto un poco nervioso, un poco en... creo que después de esa lesión eh, se ha habido que has estado jugando con más cuidado para no volver a recaer. Eh, ¿Cómo cae este gol contigo eh, tanto en lo en lo futbolístico y en lo mental?
10: Hola bueno, amigo, ¿qué tal? Eh, la verdad es que esto era algo que que lo andaba buscando, que lo necesitaba para para agarrar más más confianza. Eh, la verdad, lo de lo que tú dices de nervioso, la verdad que, que no, porque este es fútbol y, y tenemos que jugar eh, ante la presión y, y tenemos que jugar con los nervios. Eh, siempre que tú tocas la, la primera bola, los nervios eh, se te van, porque si tú estás nervioso, no te va a salir nadie en la cancha, ¿no? Y también como que me sentía un poco presionado porque no me, no se me encontraba el gol, pero ahora muy feliz, the
11: question was, the goal, looking for a goal, it must be a big confidence booster as as games have passed and maybe you've seemed a little bit nervous, perhaps after the injury it kind of almost feels like you've been a little more careful in your style of play. How do you feel mentally, physically? And those answer, it's something that I honestly was looking for. I needed it to gain confidence in terms of the nervous aspect of it. I don't think so because this is soccer and we have to play play against the pressure and the nerves. As soon as you start playing, the nerves go away. Maybe I did feel a little pressure because the goal wasn't just going in, but then obviously it did tonight. I'm very happy, happy to help the team get the three points.
8: También preguntarte, eh, bueno, se, se reincorpora... Eh... Chicho, a partir de la siguiente semana eh, para poder tener minutos, eh, ¿cómo viene para ti, que llevas ya mucho tiempo jugando de manera profesional, el que haya más competencia en en el cuadro? Sabemos que eh, Chicho es un jugador experimentado en esta liga, pero la competencia siempre ayuda a los jugadores a poder desarrollarse mejor. ¿Para ti, cómo cae esta incorporación y en qué te puede ayudar a ti también para mejorar eh, de cara a los siguientes partidos?
10: Eh, No, yo muy el equipo iba muy feliz por por tener un goleador como como es Chicho sabemos todo lo que hizo eh, cuando lo jugó acá en el AIC entonces tú sabes que esto esto es fútbol y uno siempre tiene que estar enfocado y mentalizado en en su trabajo eh, en esto siempre va a haber competencia la competencia siempre te ayuda a seguir trabajando para para superarte pero lo vemos eso de de la mejor manera entonces Chicho
11: comes in next week and possibly getting some minutes. What's that like for you having a player like that? Um, coming on board for someone who specifically has spent a lot of time, a lot of years playing professionally. Um, what is it going to have that competition? And can it help you personally develop more in your game? The team is very happy to have a player like Chicho. We all know what he's done specifically when he's played here, but we always have to be focused in our job. There's always going to be competition and ultimately it does help you always. We see it as the best thing for us. He's here to help. He's coming in to help and we're all very excited for it.
2: All right, Gracias.
6: Cody, we'll move to you. Your line's open, Cody. Hey, uh, Anderson. Um, just a question for you tonight on, on the goal. Uh, obviously, fourth, fourth win in a row uh, on the road. What does that mean for you guys in the locker room and, and just overall as a team?
11: Cuarta victoria seguida. ¿Qué significa para ti, para el vestuario? ¿Qué significa para el equipo?
10: No Para el equipo, esto para, para seguir para seguir manteniendo y seguir creciendo en lo que en lo que se viene del, del torneo. Es una gran motivación para nosotros, porque sabemos que, que estábamos en la tabla muy abajo y ahora a ver es dónde estamos. Eh, es un logro muy, muy importante para nosotros y esperamos seguir cosechando más victorias eh, de locales y también sea que nos toque de visitantes.
11: For the team, it's great and we're gonna keep growing from it. We obviously know in the standings, it's a big motivator because we knew we were low in there. And now that we keep climbing, it's definitely a motivational factor and we hope to keep it going.
6: Awesome,
2: thank you.
11: Kyle, your line's open.
3: Yeah, Anderson, uh, I I mentioned this to Pablo earlier but you had some chances earlier in the season, you know, in the last few matches. There's been some golden opportunities for you to score. What's it like to see one go to the back of the net tonight and, you know, especially having it be a game winner? How does that feel for you as a player?
11: En los últimos partidos has tenido oportunidades de anotar gol, No se te ha hecho. Hoy se te hizo. Como se siente como jugador, poder anotar, pero también tan cerca como este partido en acabarse, que lo hagas en la final. <inaudible>
10: ya estoy casi como que como casi ya acostumbrado a ver eh, los goles a al último de al último minuto de juego o faltando un poco para que termine entonces la verdad sí he venido un poco no frustrado sino un poco como que como que decepcionado porque no se me ha dado la oportunidad de marcar en el partido pasado tuve por ahí I'm almost used to scoring
11: goals at the very last minute or towards the end of the game. So honestly, maybe I was a little frustrated because I haven't been able to finish and actually score the last game. I had opportunities, but they didn't my way so today i'm very happy that i finally did and took the opportunity and was able to do that but more importantly for the team because obviously it just fuels
2: us and helps us move forward all right any more questions for anderson all right thanks anderson
1: anderson julio obviously uh, happy to grab that goal tonight uh, just one other goal previous to tonight uh, been a bit of a struggle for him this season last year. He's great off the bench. Um, basically a super sub this season been struggling to find his form. Um, I think as he kind of mentioned, I think he's been putting a little bit too much pressure on himself throughout mm-hmm. the season to to find those goals like he did last year.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think that international break with Ecuador was came at an ideal time for him. Yeah. Uh, even though he's not, he's just a, a bit part player there. Just got him away, got him out, got him out of the way. Um, and I thought he looked solid, um, not great against Minnesota, but he did create a couple of chances for himself. Uh, and you started to see him dribble and, and, and uh, get into those uh, positions that, that you want him to be in. Um, but it looks like we've got Amika Ellie coming on now as well. All
2: right, Cody, go ahead.
0: Thank you. Hey, Ameka,
6: um, Congrats on the win tonight. Um, obviously, to start this game, we, we saw you start at an outside back position and then kind of later in the game transition to the midfield. Uh, how does that feel for you? How comfortable are you just kind of filling in for whatever position is needed at the time?
4: Um yeah, I feel I feel pretty comfortable now, especially we're almost about halfway through the season. Obviously, I'm probably a little bit more comfortable in the midfield, but I've been playing right back a decent amount. So I think just, you know, focusing on the fundamentals, first touch, and then what you're gonna do with the ball before you get it. I've, having all of that. So like it lets me transition to different positions pretty easily. And then having my teammates around me, communication is so key, especially when you're moving around positions. Uh as long as your teammates from behind and front communicating to you, then you, it's a little bit easier on how to, how to play. Gotcha. Uh,
6: and then talking to Pablo a little bit earlier, he mentioned kind of the feelings and the vibes in the locker room after taking three points on the road. What did that feel like for you guys tonight?
4: Yeah, it felt fantastic. I think obviously in the first half, and in the second half as well, we had, we had a decent amount of chances and we just didn't capitalize on it. So I think, you know, going on the road and, Getting a point is always, is always good, but getting three points is just fantastic. So the vibes in the locker room afterwards were just great. I think we've been, we've been fantastic on the road, and we just continue with the same mentality. Um, we're, we're excited for the future. Awesome. Thank you.
2: Sean, questions from you?
7: Yeah, Mega, this is, I mean, normally we could ask you guys about winning on the road after every single road game, it feels like, because that's about all you do, but this is now back-to-back weeks. You guys have scored deep when it looked like the, that result was kind of getting a little bit away from you, talking about Justin's goal last week, and then obviously Ando's goal this week. What is it in this mm-hmm. team that kind of has that belief, that sort of never-say-die attitude, or I guess to use Pablo's favorite word, mentality? Like, how do, how do you kind of get that sort of, that sort of attitude.
4: I think you have to have that mentality and that attitude. It comes from training every single day. you know the work we put in training, we know that if we put that work in for the whole 90 plus five, 90 plus six, however long it is, then we'll hopefully get an outcome. We'll have a better chance of getting an outcome. So we, we go into training, work as hard as we can, you know fight, fight, fight against each other, and then obviously it's going to translate to the game. And we know that no matter what happens in the game, as long as we continue to fight, have the right mentality, be on the, uh, the front foot, then things will hopefully, hopefully in the end pay off. And I think as we continue to do that, uh, we've kind of reaped the rewards now.
1: Welcome back to the post game show. Lauren Beck, Spencer Warren, RSL with a one ho- nil road, excuse me, win against Toronto, improving on the road to 6-3-2, and two, currently sitting in third place in the Western Conference. We talked about it off the air. I hate to play the what-if game. You have two different results at home this season, and you're sitting in first place. Just two. Nuts. Wild. RSL, figure it out at home. Please. Please. It's so fun, though, RSL. I mean, the goal differential is still at negative <laughs> 5, which is also kind of weird. Um, but Hey, you know they're, they're figuring it out on the road um let's get to some tweets do An- we any more thoughts before we get to tweets
0: no no, okay. no no no. i've got thoughts on orlando but carry on
1: yes uh all right nate dowdle uh tweeting in anelli with the play of the match decision of the match playing that ball back into the center of the six instead of shooting of course fantastic from the young man um we heard from him in the postgame press conference great performance from him he um, I think he also avoided getting a yellow card tonight. So I think so, yeah. Continues to be available for RSL. He is on uh, yellow card accumulation warning. Next one will suspend him. Um, yeah, f- fantastic game from him. I think the first half things were a little rocky, um, but an injury and substitution at the half for Toronto, and his life got a bit easier in the second half.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that, uh, that this team has to figure it out at home um and orlando uh coming in has got a pretty decent road record um but the the vibe around the whole club right now and and additions that are coming in it's it's just it's just a great place to be and you, you can you start to feel that from the crowd now as well um obviously the late equalizer against minnesota you know took the roof off and then we had another chance you know that we thought we could get a get a winner there but yeah, it's just so much fun uh, right now, and and I'm so relieved for Anderson Julio to to put the ball into the back of the net because he was on the outside looking in for me because Rubio started to come into form. Obviously, Danny Masovski is is you know started to feel comfortable and putting the ball on the back of the net. Demir is Demir, um, and and you, he just felt like on the outside and 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 not not part of of the style. Uh, of of play for Real Salt Lake. So it's been awesome. Um, And I just, it it makes radio so much more fun.
1: Yes. Way more fun. The road games are usually fun even if RSL, or excuse me, the home games are usually fun with RSL, even if they're not getting results at home. But the the road games can be a little rough if they're not doing well. Absolutely. It is much more enjoyable for us uh, in the studio when RSL is doing well on the road. Not that it's about us, but you know. Yeah. Sometimes it is. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's our show so uh deal with it guys <laughs> Jay
1: catch also tweeting in, uh yet again incredible grip shown by rsl they're relentless owned my- most of the major stats in the road match that required two time don- zones of travel which is usually an issue they figured uh they figured to only get better which chicho orango make with Sorry, Chicho Ringo making his debut next week. Very excited about that. Uh, Caleb Reeve also tweeting in, that was an exciting 92 minutes of nil-nil soccer. The last two minutes made it even better. <laughs>
3: yeah, Very true. It was
1: Absolutely. a fun 92 yeah. Yeah. minutes of, uh, of no goals. Um, a little frustrating, but good nonetheless. All right, Orlando. As you said, uh, they have the second best road record in the league right now. Yeah. Second to Real Salt Lake, who at home, is struggling, as we mentioned. Two, yeah. four, and four at home for Real Salt Lake. Again, sitting in third place with 30 points, eight wins overall, seven losses, six draws, negative five goal differential. Toronto got the 3-1 home win against Chicago tonight. Yeah. They currently sit in sixth place in the Eastern Conference Four, two, and three on the road.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, the the danger man, uh, who you're going to be looking out for, is actually somebody that I scouted for Real Salt Lake uh, a few years ago. Mm. Facundo Torres, uh, come from Penarol uh, down in Uruguay. Um, it was at a time, I mean, he moves for $9 million in 2022 to Orlando. So it, it was never on the cards for Real Salt Lake at that <laughs> moment in time. But um, yeah, the, the danger man for them. And then you look, and it's crazy, but you look at um, uh, Duncan Maguire. Uh, has come off the bench 10 times. He has six goals and two assists. And so they've got plenty of firepower. This is this is going to be an exciting game, particularly as Chicho is available. Does he start? Does he come off the bench? You know, how, how fit is he after, you know, play, not playing for a month? You know, do, do you throw him in straight away? Um But at some point, you feel like the dam is going to break at home because even though RSL found themselves 2-0 down at home against Minnesota, it never felt like RSL were out. And obviously, they get the just reward and clawing it back to 2-2. But really, as I said in pregame and postgame last week, they're kind of kicking themselves they didn't pick up all three points because they were that good. That relentless, and if you can, you know, if, if it seems like the guys have completely bought in, and and you know, just keep going, keep going, and even when they run out of ideas, they just keep going. And again, you get your rewards, yeah, your fitness rewards with those late goals, and, and uh, the mentality is, is there. And again, it's just an exciting time to to be an RSL uh, fan.
1: Something to keep an eye on. Orlando does have a Tuesday game. Not sure why it's not a Wednesday game, but a Tuesday game against Toronto. 5.30 kickoff here. Um, It is a Major League Soccer game. Again, uh, Tuesday games are not very common, um, but something to take into consideration as they have uh, head to Salt Lake, head to Sandy for the weekend against RSL. Uh, Very excited to see Chicho. I do think he will get the start. That has been the indication Mm -hmm. from the club um, he's been practicing with them steadily. And Pablo's, I think, chomping at the bit to get him on the field. So uh, it is, it has been indicated that Chicho will be starting on Saturday.
0: Well, you read out the tweet from RSL. Oh, by the way, oh, Chicho starts
1: I'm uh, next week. <laughs> Look, I, four minutes after the final whistle tonight, Real Salt Lake has already moved on on Twitter to the Chicho graphic with Orlando next week. It felt a bit soon. Let Anderson have his moment. Let this let this team this win have this moment. But whatever.
0: <laughs> I, I, but I but I know from from uh, you know inside the club that Pablo is and I will use the word smitten. He's absolutely smitten <laughs> with Chicho and. and you know when you when your coach gets excited that you know someone's going to be there um adding to your options that are that are doing doing pretty darn well right now um i I just think that you know this team could go on uh, you know a longer streak here and it obviously doesn 't mean they 're going to win every game but my word, to have that option um, that maybe turns draws into wins, or you know, uh, mm-hmm. losing positions into into ties, then he's going to be absolutely invaluable. I just hope that we haven't hyped him up too much, but you know, he's an excellent and, a, and an exciting prospect for Real Salt
7: Lake.
1: Quick look around the league before we wrap it up tonight. Cincinnati ended up in a two-two draw with New England. Columbus with a home win, two to one against New York Red Bull. Miami and Austin played to a one-one draw. 63rd minute, NYCFC is up on the road against Montreal. As we said a minute ago, Orlando won 3-1 to at home. RSL, of course, with a 1-0 road win at Toronto. Dallas getting late in this one, up 1-0 against LAFC. Kansas City getting late in that one as well. 3-0 up on Vancouver. Minnesota 4-1 at home against Portland. Also late. Nashville winning 2-0 against D.C. in the 86th minute, 90th minute. St. Louis is up 2-0 to zero against Colorado, yet to kick off probably in about 10 minutes. San Jose will host L.A. Galaxy, the original California rivalry game. Yes. And Seattle will host Houston, also kicking off in about 10 minutes. Any final thoughts on tonight's match or uh, next week's match, Spence?
0: No, you know, I just absolutely delighted for for the boys and, and for the fan base that RSL is still, still getting it done, sitting in a really healthy position as we approach kind of a mini break, Gold Cup, Leagues Cup, um, where you're... you're well and truly in the playoff area if you can get a little bit more separation from the the bottom part of the uh the playoff picture uh before those games then uh, you know you're able to bet in some some other players and that's just a thumping goal by Ooh. dallas to make it 2-0 on the my, 90th minute my Jeez.
1: goodness wow yeah, wow uh maybe doing us a small favor but kind of creeping up the table dallas here um by beating lafc a 90th minute second goal Dagger for Dallas at home tonight. That's going to do it for us. Please uh join us next week at America First Field, Real Salt Lake hosting Orlando City. Kickoff just after 7:30, pregame starting at 6:30. I will be there, Spence.
0: Yeah, I'll be there,
1: yeah. Wonderful. Probably you can Jake. count at least the two of us. Maybe Tom, maybe Jake, we'll see. But um another great win. Best in the league on the road for Real Salt Lake. Also,
0: happy uh for those people that celebrate it, happy tactical retreat day on Tuesday. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: Have a great and safe Independence Day weekend, everyone. We'll see you next Saturday here on the RSL Radio Network.